0: Yeah, it's so funny because I just saw the Balenciaga ad campaign the other day, and like with Justin Bieber too, and he's basically dressed like every single like gay bitch in Berlin <laughs> since the crack of two thousand one. Hey, what's up? Hey, <laughs> how's it going? <laughs> and we're, we're back. We're back. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the kitchen, the Gowanus kitchen. <laughs> it is, uh, it is your, uh, last day. It is. It is. Are you sad to leave New York? I am sad. Yeah. It's been a really good rum springer. Oh my God. I'm going back your uh, Amish, uh, <laughs> your Amish life, the, your other reality show. <laughs> I feel like your whole life is a reality show and like different sort of a, uh, <laughs> Different uh like versions basically. <laughs> Fire Island season two, this fall on logo. <laughs> <laughs> the uh Bushwick uh edition. Uh oh my god. <laughs> yes, I don't think uh you think any of our listeners are uh were at the Bushwick party yesterday? Are we allowed to say uh a, a critical word? <laughs> the delta variant uh uh, choosing to live in bushwick (laughs) uh the house is very cute though and i like the backyard the house is cute let's just say uh taking 50 minutes to get anywhere inside brooklyn is where i draw the line yeah, late evening in a private passenger vehicle, and it still takes that long. <laughs> and you took the bus back home? Yeah, I took the B54 bus, um, almost blew my back out. <laughs> <laughs> Were you alone on the bus? I was for quite a while, and then yeah. like five people got on, and it was very treacherous, the ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But we had a lot of good food, um, good drinks, mm-hmm. good I company good company yeah, cuties galore uh namely us and i brought my favorite wine um barefoot rosé with notes of pineapple and strawberry uh and as i recommended you should definitely start your own rosé brand and call it rosacea <laughs> <laughs> and have uh famous figures on the label such as yeltsin Bill Clinton, <laughs> Princess Di, <laughs> um, yeah. So how do you how do you sum up your uh almost two months in North America? Yeah, it's the longest trip I've ever been on in my life, which is crazy. Um, the only other time I've been this away from home this long was if I was visiting my parents in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. So it is uh, an odd feeling to be moving around so much and. Yeah, it was like Mexico for two weeks. Wait, if you had to describe your past two months in five words, <laughs> what would they be? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Do you have something in mind? <laughs> I don't. I'm just trying to challenge you. Uh, a major growing experience. A major growing experience. Exclamation point. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That'll be the fifth word. Yeah, right. no, I just i think it really made me realize uh i had my like kylie jenner you know era of realizations it's like the work i want to keep making oh i I, thought you were saying you were going back to berlin unrecognizable (laughs) <laughs> um I want to make the work I want to make and have fun being an artist again. That's been a big revelation. And triple your income, while triple you're at my it. income because I'm at moving least. to New York at least. No, quadruple at least. Quadruple, yeah. Uh now that I've seen the finer side of life. Wait, do you want to do you want to triple it so you move to New York or you just want to triple it in general so you can have a nicer quality of life in Europe? I want to triple or more it so I can move to New York. Okay, because I feel like if you triple your current income and move to New York, you'd still be. No, that's fine. It's just I want to. I don't know. I feel like I have friends here I love, like you, Amir. That's uh, that's more important than a. Uh, yeah, than a, a non-tripled income. Yeah, but I just I want to be able to afford to live here, <laughs> and at my current income, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I I really hate to utter the cliche, but it's uh, I think any person who moved here and is not necessarily from a wealthy background or upbringing. uh, It's just like, I don't know how we made it happen. Yeah, You just do. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I know. It's a it's not an easy city. But like I said, there's a lot of great people here who I have a wonderful time with. And I don't know. It is. It's meaningful to me and because it's a lot of friends that I've been friends with for a long time and has yeah. your view of the city changed since like previous visits um, it seemed less annoying getting around mm-hmm. maybe because the subways aren't as packed and chaotic yeah um not that the city's dead by any means like it still feels lively, but you do notice the difference from you know past trips where Mm -hmm. it's been like tourist central um it just felt more livable on this trip what what are you excited to go back to uh my friends in berlin my brother and his girlfriend Mm -hmm. my bed your studio yeah my studio because i'm excited to make new work Mm -hmm. my bathtub yeah (laughs) what do you have coming up in berlin i'm making work for an art fair oh uh, right yeah artissima mm-hmm. in italy more to come later on that um so i'm still gonna just kind of settle back into life in august mm-hmm. and see you soon mm-hmm. amir's coming to berlin i, I love am, to announce I am, that i am coming to berlin yeah for just a, a brief <laughs> six days um yeah i'm gonna be there i want to see the show we're in in person yeah. Yeah hang out and have pizza with the uh, amazing yes. gallery director claudia resch um what else what else is uh is kidding. on my docket in berlin i <laughs> a have Luther so few wagner uh dinner oh my god yes i mean there. i have so few friends left in berlin at this point because like a good friend left and um i guess friendship sort of you know like dissipated into the ether um and um I don't know. I also feel like the last time I was in Berlin with you about two years ago, we really sort of acted as like uh, my, you know, uh, tourists basically. And so I feel like I checked that box and I like, I just want to be very like uh, utilitarian in this Mm -hmm. visit now. Um, Yeah. What are, uh, by the way, what are some of the things you've like have done for the very first time on this visit? (laughs) <laughs> any, any things any like i don't know because the last time you were here was like what three years ago it was two years ago it was, two years ago it was two, two summers, summers ago. ago yeah uh is there anything new i ate i mean eating is a big part of my life <laughs> um oh well the met was the first oh right that was my first we, met visit. The met. we covered yeah. that in a previous episode yeah. and that was such a such an instrumental part of this process of okay. the work that i made at art oh my that's when you first discovered the world famous <laughs> helen frankenthaler <laughs> stride stride uh you were yeah, amazed to discover that art beautiful art could be made by a woman oh my God, shut up <laughs> i knew her work but it's just like the work i knew was very like some of her you know poor works the the staining are labored to me I like the ones yeah. that are more, yeah. yeah. I like, they're not labored, but just, I don't know. I'm not into some of the compositions, but like this one, and this, you sent me a giant one, Shigan. Mm-hmm. I'm into these giant, you know, like graceful gestures of Helen Frankenthaler. I mean, in a sense, even a, uh, like a two gesture, um, like massive scale painting of hers has to be to a certain extent labored because you can't just like make blotches that you know know what i mean just like when there's like too much happening and too much like paint and like i mean there's one at moma which i think i took you to see Mm -hmm. which no idea why the MoMA insists on keeping in their collection but it's it has like shapes that resemble like a rooster or something (laughs) that it feels very very labored yeah um it's funny i sometimes like think to myself how do certain and like specific paintings by a master or whatever end up in museum collections because yeah. it's not always the like best specimen yeah. out of that artist. I guess like the donations that people make and right. the museum ex- uh, uh, accepts them. Uh, let's see, what else did I do for the first time? I went to Fire Island for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh, I was a guest of the Fire Island Artist Residency. Did you contract a super bug? Oh my god! Shut up. <laughs> well, I got my COVID test today at times square and i didn't get slashed on the way thankfully what is that location because i was also there oh you were there yeah uh that's formerly the nfl experience (laughs) i gotta look that up i told my brother about it he was very excited and uh there's like remnants of the nfl experience behind the yeah it's like peeking behind uh, yeah like covid psa's and like there's the the reach jump test uh for example odell beckham jr can uh jump to like 137 inches <laughs> really imagine if i could jump that high it's <sighs> like that uh seinfeld episode with the uh <laughs> with those sneakers <laughs> um what's his name on the way to get tested there i saw uh what's the gma host guy the black uh one michael strahan yeah i He's saw I, I saw him oh, through the window yeah oh my, <laughs> oh my god i would have stopped for a pic um but yeah so went to fire island oh i slept in a hudson yards high rise for the first time across from the vessel <laughs> did you witness any uh anyone taking their <laughs> oh <God>, <laughs> <You're terrible. laughs> <laughs> you no know, but my date left the house 20 minutes before that happened oh my god uh days later uh, what was your impression of the uh, vessel? It's so underwhelming. They should just tear it down at this point and do something else. It's just like a very fraught and cursed structure. I'm just realizing it now because I'm looking at a picture. It just looks like uh, one of those sukkah paper <laughs> ornaments, those cutouts <laughs> that you like open up and it, it like turns 3D. It's just my biggest takeaway when we walked past it was that it's so underwhelming in scale. Because I think in photos, I imagined it was like massive, you know, like it feels like a skyscraper, but it it just feels like a small apartment block. Uh, Yeah, but uh, it's nestled in a pretty impressive way. No, like from this guy's apartment, it was impressive, like seeing that vantage point because it it looks like an object and not a building. Yeah. So that was impressive. But on ground level, I just found it very like... eh. I mean, one, one thing, the other thing I found unimpressive as opposed to the vessel is the shed. Oh, it looks like a dump. The shed's a dud. Yeah. And it's so overblown and unnecessary, like this mechanism where it can open. and Yeah. It's, it's like creating a problem to solve. Like no right. one asked for it. Having said that, that whole sort of area is pretty impressive. We yeah. went to the shops too, and that was pretty Love nice. It. That's what I imagine so Dubai. Like Dubai. <laughs> yeah, Shopping <laughs> in Dubai feels like. Maybe that's why my date likes to live there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had coffee at. Uh blue bottle thanks to your coupons yeah Th- thanks coupon <laughs> queen uh you'll be nameless for anonymity <laughs> um yeah i like that area it yeah. needs a couple more years to kind yeah. of mature some trees but- and some like growth yeah but- oh what did we what else did we see that oh that ugly sam durant um drone <laughs> uh wait before we get to that on the way to the uh to the vessel we saw that uh that very tiktok uh tiktok-esque uh installation oh my that god That citrus uh oh forest. yeah it's like florida growers of lemons yeah <laughs> we should pose a photo of that um, uh what it's not like lemon they were definitely pumping in lemon scent into an open courtyard yeah I mean it was nice. It felt like uh felt and looked like It could have been a Guggenheim show. T- Tim bardney <laughs> Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean yeah. Citrovia. It was like a Karsten Holler exhibition. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> At Hamburger Bahnhof. Um Cena no, I like his work, but then I saw his latest show. Is she show with Gagosian or? I don't know. Okay. And it was just the mushrooms, the upside down mushrooms. I know. Mushrooms. That's what they had at the at the thing in Berlin. It's just no, like, but no in cares. Berlin, it was a whole... It was a huge installation, but... And it had live deer or something? Yeah. Um, Someone called PETA. Yeah. But just the mushrooms, I found, like... Okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that Citrovia installation was pretty cute. Um, I've started seeing some, like, TikToks from that area. Um, <laughs> and then, what did we start talking about that I said... Uh, We'll get to Did I get a infection? <laughs> oh, the the Sam Dorant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, because we went to the vessel and then we went to uh No, we went to the shops, we went to the vessel, and then on the way out you basically you basically uh sort of connect right to the uh High Line. Yeah. Uh which was my first time doing the whole truck of the Highline, which is yeah. really, really nice. And it's pretty incredible. It nice. like compared to the street level, that's just always obnoxiously uh noisy the highline's just so serene it's like uh yeah. it's like an oasis especially uh, with no tourists out. yeah and it's grown in nicely yeah. and it actually feels like you're walking through a park now so it actually is nice and not gonna comment on the public art sorry don't want to shade anyone i mean friend of the pod from my old studio hannah levy has her beautiful um metal marble work there that was a nice work and it <clears throat> it was nicely situated yeah what else do we see that's there? The other thing, nothing I don't know, like the nothing. Sam Durant thing. Like to me, I'm just like, Ugh. didn't we just see it from the distance? Yeah, but was, it's up there. Yeah, that's where the Simone Lay Simone Leigh work yeah. used to be. Which, fine. I mean, I like her work, but like you've seen one, you've seen it yeah. all basically at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the Sam Durant work is like whatever. He should have just made one of those silly light boxes. I know That says like do In this you... house <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I can't send you back home to Germany without a in this house. Oh uh, my god, I need a t-shirt. Lawn t shirt. <laughs> and the lawn sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh Fire Island, like every other house, had that sign. It's like Well I'm, I'm really. glad you're anti homophobia and transphobia on this island. <laughs> yeah. Uh we should send you home with one of those revised uh pride flags. <laughs> should bring the revolution to germany can i add bear pride uh yeah you should flag? i'm adding the paw print since i was surrounded by bears this trip i mean i'm telling you next year that flag is going to be considered a uh a hate flag <laughs> the the classic one the original oh, one totally it's going to be an anti-trans flag <laughs> what i don't understand though is like all these revisions to the flag it takes the flag a little too literally because it does. the whole point of the rainbow flag is not that it a, um, integrates all colors yeah. of the different subcategories. It's that it's a rainbow yeah. coalition, not necessarily a depiction <laughs> of the different members' colors. So, like, why do you have to add on <sighs> to that? I don't know. Okay, let's not get canceled here oh, I will die on that hill. <laughs> um, just stop adding shit to the flag. It's like, let's just make it all inclusive. But like, it's like, and now we'll add a Star of David to fight anti-Semitism in the gay community. But I mean, the whole point is that to begin with the rainbow flag is is sort of the totality of inclusi- inclusivity. Exactly, because, because like, it's a, we're the other. So this is about us. It's a rainbow. Yeah. And like, It's like all colors. It's all all tones, all shades. I'm I'm sorry you think it uh, only represented Warby Parker gaze in uh, Clinton Hill. Oh, my God. Um, So we don't remember what else we saw uh, on the High Line. Uh... I guess it was just unmemorable. There was this like metronome artwork that was political, I guess. There was uh, that work by an artist that many friends of ours are friends with, but I'm not going to publicly comment on it because i'm just like whatever we got to look into some uh some investors oh <laughs> apartment ariana grande's um steve gold's old apartment and the zaha hadid building <laughs> uh those who have their units closer to the highline definitely got screwed oh i would ask for like a 70 percent discount yeah totally <laughs> Cause like living with your sh- with your uh, uh, shades drawn the whole time it's just no uh, it's a deal breaker and normally when it's daytime you can't really see into people's apartments but it's so close you just get like it a is. full yeah view you could inside. like you, you could knock on the window <laughs> uh, and then that nasty ass bubble building that has actually two phases to it I'm actually it's starting to grow on me <laughs> now and so many people were moving into it as we were walking well, I know uh, I guess it's uh, I guess it's those NYU students. Uh, <laughs> Uh, getting ahead of themselves for oh the next semester starting. Must be nice. Um, yeah, and then towards the end of the Highline, I guess we started seeing the Julie Maratu signs at the Whitney. Oh, God. The, uh, the Whitney's rusting, literally. It is rusting. There is some water damage on this side, right? Yeah. Um, Sad. Way to go, Jerry Saltz. The best place to show art or oh my see God. art. Just going to literally corrode. What is... Uh, <laughs> What's that picture David sent us the other day of Julie Maritua in her finest uh, mm-hmm. jewels? Oh, and we had our nice dinner with David. Oh, yeah. That was really nice. And these like juicy ass slices. Mm-hmm. Caesar salad. <clears throat> some natural wines. It's um, <laughs> a major gossip that you'll have to subscribe to uh, Thoughts on Art After Dark for. Or Tots on Art, the, the infantile edition, where we explain art in a baby voice, such as abstract expressionism. Oh, my God. Uh, speaking of which, I guess Felix Art Fair is happening right now. Oh yeah, in Los Angeles. I kind of kind of flew us by. Nobody really noticed that, unless you're in LA, and that's the only thing you yeah. have going on this weekend. I, I mean, it flew me by because the gallery I work with that ignores me is showing there. So. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I I personally don't know anyone from New York who flew to Los Angeles for the occasion. No, just the usual suspects were Instagram uh, overposting from there. <laughs> yeah literally the only person from New york I know that went to l a is Jerry salts, and I only <laughs> oh know God. that because he posted a um like a live instagram thing that's entitled jerry times two in oh l a and it features him and world renowned Jerry gagosian wow <laughs> two two boomers, <laughs> in a pod. Boomers. <laughs> two boomers in a pod boomers two boomers in a pod um yeah where he goes on to like hail her as the funniest whatever uh on the scene and that's uh is he huffing glue <laughs> <laughs> uh well i guess that's what happens when you microwave coffee <laughs> i think at this point like any any praise or good critique by him is a a mark of cane <laughs> rather than a uh a badge of honor what a disaster i love how he used to like brag about like i never travel anywhere i never go to art fairs right until he like, d- discovered uh there's 7-eleven in los angeles <laughs> 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 God. Oh my God. sorry i'm just uh scrolling through our conversations to see if there's any fodder there yeah there's the julie maritu like why is she dressed like kanye in 2007 <laughs> just like pleather or what is that fabric and just like really heavy chains i guess that's just uh i shouldn't i shouldn't make fun of her that's just lesbian uh <laughs> sensibilities um oh i see uh the moma P- the moma i sound like jerry uh <laughs> jerry, <laughs> jerry <goes stults> <laughs> the moma uh moma ps1 reveals artist list for 2021 greater new york show um I know a single artist on this list. <laughs> yeah, there's one artist I've heard of, which I'm all for new names and new voices. But it's like uh, curators that are just hopping between biennials and curating projects. It's like. I mean, have we learned nothing from the last Whitney biennial? God. Also, have we not learned anything that all these biennials are just to make other curators' jobs easier of like working with those same people in every biennial, <laughs> it's like a trade fair it's like oh my widget business is like more seamless when i can just go to this one spot to find more widgets that's what it's all come down to um well it says according to their statements released um the pandemic stopped things for a long time so when we got back to work on the exhibition we were all changed Everything was changed. Katrib said in an interview, This is an exhibition that's not necessarily such a direct response to what's happened, but has grown out of it. This year's Greater New York is due to include a spread of artists ranging in age. Nine of them are deceased, while the youngest artist in the show, Christy Cavataro, is not 30 years old. Wow. Um why is that like uh why is it a feat of anything yeah. that you're you're including anyone that's under thirty, and let me just reiterate it, I'm sure this is too too much of a wholesale statement to make, but like under thirty is just you've not matured yet, so yeah. like no one should should sort of flag wave that banner of uh look, we got somebody under thirty, yeah yeah, uh it's sort of a great achievement um yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't really have anything intelligible to say about I'm, it because I truly don't recognize anyone on this list. I'm sure, Sh- there will be like a s- social sculpture bar there because people are like socializing <laughs> again. Um, yeah, socializing is the new currency. Yeah, yeah. It, just look at um in uh, Q, <laughs> the New York art world in 2021 Q three. <laughs> um, I don't know. I suspect this is gonna be uh yet again an extremely didactic and over labored exhibition that features wall texts longer than I uh, or more extensive than the works themselves (laughs) I don't know I can't even like I don't even remember previous iterations I just (laughs) don't care anymore (laughs) it's like yeah all these like all these like yearly events that were like the whole like art world is sort of like uh, gravitating or like gearing yeah. towards i just find it's like the fucking like the emmys or something like that it's just always such a dud and yeah. just because it's like a an event doesn't make it any any more worth a yeah. while that's how i feel about the venice biennial it's like i went to venice once a few months after it opened it was boiling hot it was a miserable experience it's like Yes, Venice is pretty, but it's like the worst Italian experience possible of just like everyone trying to rip you off and extort you. That's why the old, <laughs> the pre-paywalled uh, ArtNet News had had their features <laughs> of like collectors recommending their like go-to spots. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, I'm sorry if this episode is really uh, slim on information. We've just been effectively this about emotions, uh, yeah. <laughs> i mean ArtNet news has basically squeezed us out of the information uh economy yeah well look we, how well <laughs> they did um their famous columnist <laughs> nate freeman of wet paint fame just jumped ship to vanity fair yeah so that paywall was obviously going well <laughs> i would really love to hear any like uh, any insiders chime in on if this business model yeah, <laughs> of, uh, of paying $25 a month to access articles. Yeah. <laughs> and it's insane because like find the like stats on auctions yeah. stuff like that. I understand why some galleries and uh, dealers would shell out $25 a yeah. month to, uh, be made privy of, But like, I don't know, but there are two different things. It's like, there's a business tool and a magazine. Yeah, and you should be able to read the magazine without having to get the business tool. It's just like so, just have two tiers. Like w- one thing a business should never do is antagonize. <laughs> it's, yes. no, it's obviously just a sinking ship. Sorry, <laughs> like which is a shame because like I, I enjoyed, the, I loved reading the articles and yeah. like it was just so like ju- it, <sighs> honestly it used it just was like like Gothamist before wnyc uh bought it i just don't even go anymore to check the stories that are unpaywalled because i know i'm just going to be disappointed yeah in you know like not being able to read the articles because also like and another nft story do me a fucking favor another hunter biden story yeah Although I do have to say Hunter Biden, the Hunter Biden thing. I haven't even been following that. I find it so <sighs> uninteresting. It is, But it's like, it's obviously shady that people are going to be buying his paintings for half a million dollars. What is like, not shady in this business to begin with? No, but I mean just like <clears throat> the proximity to the president and right. how they're trying to make like ethics rules and like just stop pretending these paintings are worth half a million dollars. We know a lot of successful artists who are in like Every museum and their works aren't selling for half a million dollars, right? <laughs> Save for Avery uh, Singer. Um. Well, he's a mess, and yeah. at the same time, I also find him really uninteresting. Yeah. Um, and fix those teeth, bitch. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so unfortunately, we can't go to ArtNet News for any. Uh, except, any except water, except a blip that Brittany's painting again. Um, oh, yeah, much like I was a large canvas on the floor. Um, expressing self, expressing herself through movement and dance. Um, just like what I was doing at Art Oh My. She needs to start making like boob imprints abstract <laughs> work. I might just make some bear imprint paintings. Like, yeah. uh, what would that look like? Just some massive guts pressed <laughs> into the canvas. <laughs> like Annie Sprinkle titty print style. But, um... Oh my God. Doable. I'm going to try it out. I think it could be fun. Uh... Queering abstraction. Um I see that Bergein has yet again been transformed into an exhibition space now God. that the uh notoriously state funded <laughs> group exhibition has a uh <laughs> is packed up and left the space. Mm, which I'm kinda <laughs> which I'm kind of sad because I uh makes me sad because I would have gone really twenty dollars? <laughs> I don't know. I have. Uh, I don't know if your Jewish Museum pass would have worked there. I mean, my my American dollars are worth uh, a lot in Berlin. Ugh, I know. Wait, when did that? No, close? It's twenty euros like twenty something dollars. Y- yeah, but it's not just the the actual conversion rate. It's <laughs> I know. The, uh, you know, it's the worth worth of your money. It's twenty four dollars almost. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm I mean, boycotting the boycott's still on even though boycotting shows boycotting berlin or no no boycotting that show has uh bergen reopened are there parties there i think there's some parties yeah and there's like a lab dance party is that under like capacity limits or i think so and i think you have to be vaccinated or same day tested and all i've been seeing on instagram is that people are faking tests uh and other drama like you're gonna get nightlife shut down again (laughs) and i'm not gonna have a life (laughs) because techno is life (laughs) they just want us to be with the family yet again Yeah, their chosen techno family um yeah that's another reason i want to move here because like the last uh especially two weeks i was really having a great time meeting people with personalities um that are beyond uh techno is their personality and i mean i'm not gonna be uh, as the germans call it a uh, nest <laughs> i back in the day really enjoyed all all oh, sides all ends of the spectrum of the elect- electronic music but you also scene. outgrew it because remember then we went to game f and had our fun i didn't go, in our. no b- i i only expanded <laughs> uh rhizomatically <laughs> <laughs> laterally mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I still enjoy all those things. Techno? I mean, I really, yeah, you? yeah. Of what? course, <laughs> no, I love, I love some like vocal house hits a Panorama yeah, Bar. Yeah, well, of course, but like, I don't know, like, but the darkness and the yeah German but it, drugginess of it—it's so bleak. It's sure it's bleak, but like enjoying techno and Bergine is like—I'm trying to find a good analogy for that. Um, Cliche? <laughs> no, it's like like having new york pizza in no. new york city like no. that's where you go well i will gladly drop you off uh, and come pick you up uh yeah. <laughs> 16 hours later i mean i would always i would i would normally like dabble between the different floors when i was there because yes the like berg the berghain dance floor used to get really intense mm-hmm. uh and i also just didn't like the fact that like it was just too adjacent to all the like the sex activity like the that's a very bleak dark room that's like it feels rapey the skin bar that Uh, was off off the skin bar is it was on the Bergheim floor you remember that no okay you know where the skin you're no what's the skin bar skin bar is like where the that's the bear bar in oh i don't know i don't think people are like in these pods anymore like they used to No, be. but it it was like a substantial like it was their most sizable bar okay except for outside of yeah. panorama bar upstairs uh and then like next door to it basically was this labyrinth that i would just never go into yeah. because those things like, like freaked me room. out the dark room yeah yeah no it's scary or i'm just yeah. like it's just yeah. funny that people seek out sex in those spaces because to me it felt like Like going into the South Bronx in the 80s. It's just like taking a wrong turn. And No, but people are really fucked up on drugs. And that's what's scary to me about it. Where it's like, especially like there's women there. And I think it is different than if you're a man in that space with other men. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I also just never understood why sex had to be consumed in such an extreme way. This is like dialed up to the most extreme level. Yeah. Um, anyway, I did enjoy like, the occasional sure techno you DJ. Had your, you had your rumspringer, I know. I, I sowed <laughs> my wild oats, my Vilde. I know. Vilde oats. And, what, what's oats uh, again? I'll also never forget heifer one... flocking <laughs> Vilde heifer <Flocken. laughs> uh, My wild oat milk. Um, I'll also never forget one New Year's party at Vilde Renate, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and I think they only used to have, like, just one bathroom stall oh or God. something like that. And de Renate was just this, it was like a townhouse, basically, for the lack of a better description in the German context. Um, and there was just, there used to be, like, parties throughout the the whole floors of yeah. the of the building. And it was just so dilapidated and gross. <laughs> and people would just, like, pee in the stairwell. Oh, and God. we're just, like, um, it just felt like short bus. Oh, my God. <laughs> only Suki like, and Lee, my favorite um i'm gonna take you to the, the lab dance party then uh no thanks <laughs> it's like Barakine. i've <laughs> i've only been to lab in the uh context of yeah. uh, what's the party when they open up all, all dance floors well snacks is all men but there's smegma <laughs> sorry listener <laughs> i just recalled one party that was around May. and women were allowed oh god were women there i don't remember okay i just remember one party where the interior was so humid and hot and i'm talking about burghain so like yeah. ceilings are like what 30 meters high uh and the the ceiling the ceiling was just like dripping like it was just the condensation the, the, the from Cine the aguilera dirty video <laughs> yeah um there's actually a facebook profile picture of mine if you like dig back into the archives that's taken in one of the bathrooms uh, well lab dance is uh outdoors mostly because okay. of covid and so it's fun you get to be in the garden is that designed by uh wolfgang tillman <laughs> <laughs> by heavy tool <laughs> ew um i remember i, I like stumbled on his craigslist listing or something like that because he does rentals no or he has a website too i can't believe we're naming names oh my god um (laughs) who heavy tool yeah you can like rent a dungeon yeah so he's he was like he was he was responsible for the lighting in the club no no design like the renovation i guess the interior renovation okay and various hair salons (laughs) um yeah, it's so funny because I just saw the Balenciaga ad campaign the mm-hmm. other day, and like with Justin Bieber too, and oh, yeah. he's basically dressed like every single like gay bitch in <laughs> Berlin <laughs> since the crack of two thousand one. <laughs> um, oh my God, I don't want to go back. It's like I I want to go back and see my friends and family, but like I just don't care. I'm it's gonna like, be there in a couple of weeks. I We're know fun. exactly, but it's like other than that, if if no one was there, I would be like, I don't care, I'm not living here. Like I just It's just so crazy <sighs> to me to think of the things that I tolerated back in the day yeah. that like nowadays between like my mm-hmm. daily cutoff, my nightly cutoff being ten thirty PM to like not wanting to associate with People in certain yeah. conditions, stuff like that. The stuff that we endured in our, like, earlier years is the scowls. <laughs> the scowls. I'm not even talking about <laughs> the German society at large. At large, I'm talking more about, like, being gay in Berlin oh, when God. you're younger. Like, I just remember all these nights at Mobile Alpha where for sure we, like, secondhand smoked, like a, like, a lifetime of... You could have a polyp right now. Yeah, basically... <laughs> And can you still smoke in there? Yeah, it's disgusting. That's insane. And like, just the level a clue, like, people. even outside of like COVID era social distancing, it was always packed there in a way that's like how's this oh, God. Like, this is like a, a Indian like religious festival stampede <laughs> video on like CNN. Oh my god, why do people choose to go there? I don't like yeah. I get it when it was like 2009 and it was fun. But, like, there's nowhere else to go now. Like, really, the options have actually expanded in terms right. of, like, entertainment and, like, going for a drink with friends or, like, meeting people. And, like, I'm just going to be around a bunch of smoky Florians. Nein, danke. Um, I don't know. Who am I to uh, say that a business should uh, cease to exist? Or, But, um, I don't know. Germans are just set in their ways. And... Mm-hmm. They really like their traditional, whatever, and so I feel like Mobile Alpha also, you know, falls into that category. Yeah. I guess it's somewhat traditional. In that you go there Thursday night, yeah, and just see a bunch of mean people that are shady. And they are mean. I totally <laughs> exactly. forgot about that. Why are gays? They're in all that mean context? and so, Yeah, Whereas like yesterday at this birthday party? Met. Some fellow queers. Yeah. Super sweet, fun, laughed up a storm like we knew each other for years. Yeah. Same as these other experiences I had these last few weeks, but even including g- at Fire Island. Even your gay friends we went out to drinks with at uh, Christopher Street like a yeah. week and a half ago. Like those loudmouth queens. Yeah. They were nice. Yeah, yeah. They were nice. And we had fun. <laughs> and, you know, they were strangers. Yeah uh but we had a ball yeah no in berlin never assumed that anyone would. yeah be that nice would have not happened it would have been like some bitch rolling a lucy and just like <laughs> scowling at you yeah. so oh my god those thursday nights <sighs> oh at Alpha. um <sighs> i mean Alpha's is where i solidified my uh thoughtishness <laughs> i was gonna say my at uh, the beginning of the relationship with jordan oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes i have had my uh my many <laughs> wild nights uh, back in the day oh my god which is a, a perfect excuse for me to be the old lady that i am yeah, currently in the city because we're just batteries in the end. <laughs> we batteries. Yeah, is yeah. that is that the Trump uh, mo? <laughs> is that why he doesn't work out because he doesn't want is to deplete cool? the rest of the energy? <laughs> well, my batteries full, and after dinner tonight, I'm going to the Eagle. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> two for blocks from the vessel for one for one last hurrah. Yeah, one last rum. Springer, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Aviva. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I stayed with a friend of the pod of Viva and we had such a wonderful time. Um, she took me to Equinox. Uh, I wish this could be an Equinox-sponsored podcast. Um, Wait, what, what else did we do art-wise that's worth uh, mentioning? Oh, well, we went to Karma. We went to both locations. <clears throat> yeah. and We actually went to the wrong location at first yeah. because we were going to see the Lilo Zan show that yeah. was beautifully um, hung by... Friends of the pod, Stephen and Isaac. Happy birthday, boys. Happy birthday, lions. Lion kings. Um, I mean, they are lions. Yeah. Um, Um, But yeah, the Lee Lozano show was wonderful. Check it out. It's um, at Karma on 22 East 2nd Street. Their new space. The new space. Yeah. And a really wonderful drawing show. I mean like we said just the hanging alone is very impressive yeah it is is wonderful uh the drawings are from 1959 to 1964 and just uh yeah it was just a really nice experience yeah and i'll admit i i think i the name sort of uh was ringing a bell to me but i don't think i knew much about Lidozano. um yeah, she was very talented. There was just such yeah. such clear like range and skill yeah. in her oeuvre. Like some Great of the perspective, uh, yeah. Some of the uh some of the drawings had like a a John Singer Sargent sort of sensibility to mm-hmm. them and the other ones were very sort of uh sexually pronounced in their imagery mm-hmm. and symbolism like um some profane imagery as well. Yeah, <laughs> but like the hammers. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the name of the artist who passed away actually a couple of years ago. David's going to kill me for forgetting her name. Joyce. Oh, I know he mean it with a P, but I'm like, it's one of those po- names, where Positano. Right? Yeah. Something like that. I know the name when I see it, but do you think people remember Pashemik Bishak? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so many, so many actually good artists names have been forgotten or scrubbed from history. Uh, don't fall for the hype, kids. <laughs> <clears throat> don't change my name like someone told me I should do. Like Madonna advise against. <laughs> yeah, so we saw the Little Zano show, that was great. We, we uh did a went on a day trip to Storm oh King. Oh my god. I loved Storm King. Thank you so much for taking We me. were on a time crunch, so we had to uh do our little bitchy New York uh quick walk. <laughs> uh yeah, there was a wedding happening later that day which we were wondering how much uh, they shelled out for. <laughs> yeah, if anyone knows, let us know cuz I would love to meet my dream man and get married at Storm King mm-hmm. on the premises and it wasn't even like a concentration venue. It was yeah. spread out yeah. over different like stations. Yeah, there were like stations all over like dancing's going to happen here and yeah. like food here and cake cutting there and it looked very pretty. You would definitely had to like cart those people around oh, for between sure. station to station. Yeah um yeah what were some of the things that stuck out uh which one's the artist that one that everyone poses under uh um, the israeli artist god i always forget the name but i mean it's a iconic storm king work the like dangling shame on me for forgetting oh my god uh, kadishman Menashe kadishman <laughs> uh so that works great i mean there's a lot of works i don't remember the artist i mean there's so many but like those stacked tubes i loved or those red stacks of tubes yeah i mean we saw we saw the mark de suverus yeah which, yeah those thank were god wonderful. there's there's many of them yeah. because he's just glorious yeah. i love the Solo wit it's like those cubes, the white-framed cubes. Oh, right, yeah. I think those are just, like, very yeah. elegant, and I would love to have those on my estate yeah. one day. I gotta say, like, f- as big as his name is, I just don't think I'm that yeah. sort of well-versed in his a yeah. uh, career. Um, we saw y- L- Louise Nevelson's yeah. work, which Oh, fun. that one I really liked. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny that there was, first of all, there was a Henry Moore yeah. on the park, but second of all, there was such a, like, a... Not a lesser, more, but it was like just small, and it was, it was off to the side. Yeah, the one, the museum ones we saw in Toronto were way better. Yeah, no, they're incredible. I just think Storm King mm. might not be a great fit for Henry for Moore, that because yeah. he's just of a different era or of modernism. Just, yeah. yeah, culturally, it's just not a fit. Yeah, because most of the work at Storm King is just so, it's just so stark and it's like yeah. modernist sort of aesthetics. Yeah, and it's modernist in this way of like kind of really about referring to this construction as well Mm -hmm. you know like there's very little that's about like organic form or something it's very much like yeah you're like construction elements that are assembled to create these compositions yeah um and the nice thing about the park is that there's no sort of attempt to uh yes some of the installations and the sculptures are in dialogue with the the sort of the elements but at the end of the day there's no there's no attempt to sort of segue material mm-hmm. into nature yeah it's there's always a stark contrast yeah. between which and, i actually appreciate yeah yeah i think yeah the there is a sensitivity to the vista and the kind of idea of the picturesque right but it's not about like oh we need to really integrate this into a landscape. yeah um we saw I, a beautiful calder yes yeah. And the Linda Bengalis. That one was wonderful. The fountain. Oh, yeah. We love that. The goopy fountain. Yeah. Like a bronze fountain. That yeah, was that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. We saw Sarah Shea's. Mm. Yeah, it was a Temporary okay. exhibition. It was, it was yeah, highly flammable. Like. Yeah, like we could have. <laughs> it's a fire we have, hazard. We could have immolated in there. Uh, a bunch of like overhead, uh, sorry, like um, beamers, some LED projectors with extension cords plugged into extension cords and like loose papers everywhere i just don't think i've ever had the reflex to want to do anything with a projector no it's terrible i mean it's like any video work i've ever made i've hated the process at the end because it's just like a nightmare of like trying to display it properly or trying to export it properly it's just stupid right um unless it's a work that's all about that you don't notice the fact that something's. Yeah. Sorry for sounding so so dumb, but like, unless it's work where it's all about what you're looking at rather than the actual process yeah. of projecting it onto yeah, a yeah. wall. Um, you were actually you were doing the residency when I went to the new museum to see the Ed, Atkin, Ed Atkins show at the uh, new museum, and I actually highly enjoyed it. I recommend I going wish I to see have gone. it. Um, next time he so he does these like really high high level renderings of I, a, I uh, whatever, and in this case he sort of a uh created these renderings of conversation phone of, conversations that he had that's oh, just a <laughs> uh he did th- he did these like high quality renderings of phone conversations that he had with his mother mm. uh and it's all portrayed through this like sitting sort of uh figure that sort of r- replies to these uh questions and answers them um yeah and like interestingly enough about mark de Souver- he he i don't know if it- exclusively or mostly but he used scrap metal oh nice in his work, which is insane because the work is yeah. gargantuan. Where well, do you that's f- gonna be me soon? <laughs> where do you find scrap metal of that scale? Uh from scrapyards. Like, eventually, makes its way there. And where Even- does it come from, though? At such a scale? Uh, probably like with his works, just like buildings being demolished. Mm-hmm. Even at that time, like things would have been demolished, and there'd be like right. steel beams and things. Yeah. I mean it's interesting because I'm reading that he was directly influenced by like the abstract expressionism painters such as Franz Kline and Jackson Pollock which you can ac- actually see. Yeah you can see that yeah. like play of line. Yeah. Uh, Yeah I love those works. I have always been very enamored with scrap metal at the mm-hmm. sc- scrap because there are these gargantuan pieces where you can make something really beautiful with them but I mean once you get them at home, it's like impossible to move and stuff. So mm-hmm. you, just, you need equipment for that, and oh, and to properly also weld them. Very interesting. I'm reading that he moved to New York in 1957, and during his early years as an artist, he actually worked in construction, something mm. which nearly cost him his life in 1960 when he was involved in an elevator accident. Oh my God. Um, and so after he recovered from that injury, he focused his energy into sculpture, and it's just. Crazy. It's interesting. I mean, just <sighs> turning his body injury into work about the body. It's about the body. Yeah. <laughs> uh I guess that's the other thing real I'm realizing now that I like about Storm King. It's just so it just predates like conceptual bullshit. About, yeah. Like the body yaddy yeah. yaddy. <laughs> 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 Um, I just. (sighs) Did you see anything in Chelsea while I was away? Oh yes, I actually saw Hugh Hayden's show at Listen Gallery, and I loved it. I just loved it. He like subdivided the space into three uh three smaller sort of gallery uh gallery sections. The front part has these. Do do you know his work? He does. He does. He just manipulates wood in incredible ways. Uh, So the front section of the gallery. Uh, has this installation of uh, church pews mm-hmm. uh, with like brush bristles actually ah, okay. coming out of? Um, and then the second part is like all about the connection between like the black body and like basketball culture, basically. Where ah, okay. he, oh, I saw these works on Instagram. Yeah, no, he makes I know these what you're like wicker. Weaves, yeah, uh, that he turns into a uh, basketball hoops, just gorgeous. And then the back room is all sort of painted in black and has these, like, these, like, uh, school chairs, um, that are sort of, sort of leaning in like surreal angles. Um, it's just a really incredible. Show mm. it's such a powerful, a uh, very mature artist. Um, yeah, go see that show did I see oh I guess was I with you I went to see the show at Gagosian no housing I away. housing works is that what it's called <laughs> the Antoine social works social works sorry yeah. I mean a show where I can literally am. I'm unable to name a single artist in the show yet I know who curated <laughs> it and that's very telling also especially since the uh, the handout of the show has his name like printed out and really like a big font like he's a uh, an influencer he's you know like derek blasberg i just find it a little unseemly to have your name sort of printed in big way before the artist <laughs> list especially when you're dealing with such like profound uh issues in the show and things you know relating to power and hierarchy yeah, it also and just like sure i'm unaware of the machinations that went into putting this show together but it just feels like it doesn't even feel like it look clearly looks like a very well-funded show mm-hmm. i'm sure larry threw a lot of money into the making of the show they also utilize the entire space usually there's some like some division in mm-hmm. this in the space there's like uh the smaller galleries would have like uh, maybe a smaller show whereas a bigger one is in the bigger space but this time it's just all the spaces were sort of utilized for the for this show, and it just feels big for the sake of being big to like show that you, I don't know, care about this enough to have thrown yeah. all this money onto the cause. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me. Possibly, <laughs> it just feels a little shallow. Yeah, everything's just like t- tainted with shallowness. The like the culture of the curator, yeah. the influencer curator, and all the money that's involved in this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. One show I'm actually excited for is Candace Williams's show at um, uh, at Ebony's Gallery. Which why? Yeah. What is the gallery called even? Face, but I forget the name too. But it's the in Tribeca, the new space that Zwerner's running in Ebony uh is directing what is the gallery gonna be called i think the name might be referring to the address i can't remember i'm looking at i'm sorry there's just too much happening lately hopefully the delta variant hasn't gone to us um the epsilon variant <laughs> sorry i'm looking it up you can you can talk while okay. i look it up well, yeah, I'm excited, to. Do you know when that's opening? It's sometime... I think October, this. so yeah, October, I'm pretty yeah. sure Candice is in town for that. Also, congrats to Candice uh, for winning the the Hammer. Yeah, Greater in L.A., I believe. Oh my God, Made in so, L.A. We're God. so honest. under-informed. God, we're like that other <laughs> podcast that constantly gets things wrong. You know who we mean. It's the Made in L.A. Prize, which was given to a few artists, Candace was a recipient of yeah, it. Yeah, the Hammer Museum yeah. award, and it's, and it's a hundred thousand dollars Moan Award. Yeah, so Candace, we love you. We love you. Congratulations. Congratulations, Uh God. What is her, what is her gallery name? It's not it doesn't say it anywhere. Sorry, I can't find any information okay. about that. And love Ebony so. Can't wait to go to the space. If I can never come back to New York <laughs> without having to offshore for two weeks. Mm-hmm. God. Well, at least now I can fly to Canada if I want to come to New York and just stay with my parents. Oh, right. Yeah. Or even if my parents are in Europe, I can stay at their place in Winnipeg. Wait, so what are some of the fun things I should do in Berlin and what are some of the like artistic sort of boxes I should check while I'm there? I think we should hit up the big galleries. We can do a little tour, like Spruitmogers, and what's showing there now. I'm gonna look it up while you Ugh. talk. God, I don't remember, but um, that we, we should get a. We should get that. Uh, um, what's that hot dog place on the same street? Oh yes, yeah. it's like Curry. verse to standing at the crack hour. The crack hour, yeah, so good. That's celebrate what I used our together. culture and heritage. Yeah, um, we should do that. Maybe I should file for reparations while I'm there. Same. I'm yeah. still waiting, bitch is. <laughs> um I guess there's a John B- Baldessari show. Oh yeah. Is that in no sorry, Los Angeles? Sorry, there's many Shrootmoger spaces. Oh <laughs> great. There's a George Condo show. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> Can wait. I'm sure it's gonna be work that we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh <laughs> does does David Ostrovsky still show with Spruit He does, yeah. Okay, I think he had a show at one of their spaces last year. Last year, I feel like I just don't understand some of those artists where there's they're, they constantly consume the news cycles, and then, bam! All of a sudden, you just yeah. stop hearing about them. Well, you know, Zombie Abstraction died, so Zombie uh, Figuration could thrive. Um, I so. mean, I, in all fairness, I never found his work offensive. I was actually kind of attracted to it. Mm-hmm. The minimalism was just so extreme. I do enjoy seeing how in this day and age, like. The the offshoots of that is like Jenny Brusinsky's mm-hmm. work where I see traces yeah. of influence from Dave yeah. But um, also, I mean, it's like Michael Kraber-esque, the work. And I don't know. I just don't care. It's just one of those things where it's like, I, I, like, he's a really nice guy and I really like him. Yeah. And, you know, I'm all for artists doing their things. But it's just this beast. And it's like, it's not his fault. But when you you know the inertia goes out of control and right there's no reason these things should be so expensive mm-hmm. it's like it happened to other artists and then you know it's your 15 minutes is up and right. it's not that you don't have a career but it's you're not the the thing on everyone's lips so right. it's just uh i don't know um i've ne- i've never been to the current uh i don't think i've ever been to koenig oh we should go there because the space is really impressive yeah um what is showing there right now is it called chapel that space the chapel yeah okay because there's a Saint agnes church yeah there's an alex gardner show there at the moment (laughs) fresh uh (laughs) fresh from new york oh my god when's the chloe wise show totally um wait what's their nave space nave oh nave the nave um because there's a part upstairs so there's oh, okay there's the ground floor and the part upstairs yeah so the chapel i guess is at the very i just don't understand whatever. why their whole website looks like a uh ai rendering of a space there's nft shows now <laughs> they have so many digital shows happening at the moment like who who is that for exactly kenny schachter um <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, the only recipient that. of paywall funds oh at God. the moment on ArtNet News. Seriously, what are some other big galleries in Berlin? Oh, you know what? I should check out what Kunst, not not Kunstverein, but what, uh, what's showing at Hamburger yeah, yeah, Hamburger Bahnhof. We should see what's there. Uh, Neue National Gallery has reopened, oh. so we should see what's there. Yeah, I should check that out. That's actually where I would potentially have a wedding. Um. I was once taken on a private tour after hours Ooh, there. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, can't wait to see our show at Satare down the street, down uh, Schoenberg or Ufor. Check it out, Berliners. I still have not been tagged in any of your pictures. I know. That's None so of you rude. has visited the show and it's fucking beautiful. So go see it. Can I be a shady bitch for a minute? mm mm-hmm. uh, Six years ago when I had like a really major solo show for me. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Like none of my friends came. <laughs> People are just lazy. <laughs> they are lazy. I try to support, like, even my acquaintances. It's like, oh, I'm really happy for you. You're having a show. Like, of course, I'm going to come. I you mean, know? I, I'm also at fault for that. Like, I only got around to seeing Friend of the Pods, Aaron Skolnick's show mm-hmm. at Fearman yesterday, <laughs> a day before she it closed. still down. went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know. And sometimes when, like, when you know you have to do something, yeah. just the, the, it just, conceptually turns into a chore even though it's clearly not a chore. Yeah. Um it's just um I don't know, I don't care, but I was yeah. I was sad at the time. Honestly, at the end of the day, would you rather a show to be well attended or for the show to be sold out? Oh, definitely sold out cuz I have bills to pay. <laughs> I'm like if I could just sell it in the background, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like I said, I'm trying to quadruple my income. So. Yeah. So if you have any legal schemes, um, (laughs) send them my way. (laughs) Yeah, and also if you, uh, Berliner listeners, if you have any uh, uh, Lonely Planet style tips for me as to what I should do now in this uh, recently reopened Berlin of yours, please uh, uh, politely and not obnoxiously slide into our DMs. Uh, maybe we do a we could do a, a meetup, but people have to pay. Oh <laughs> <laughs> like when Carrie Bradshaw goes to Paris oh and she runs runs into some local fans of hers, oh and they want to do a uh, appreciation party for her, God. and she fucking never shows up because you know why? Because Petrovsky all of a Bitch. sudden decides he needs her to be at the uh, at the unveiling of his fucking light installation at the Musée de. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, what a fucking turd yeah what a bad partner he was speaking of which one thing we have not got around to doing is see the and just like that oh my Sarah god well, maybe tonight maybe tonight's <laughs> the night are you following oh, no, they're the not Twitter? they're not filming on Sunday sorry all oh, right is that because Charlotte's denomination requirements I'm really sad we didn't see it, but maybe tomorrow is my day. You know, my flight's at 6 p.m., so maybe I could go stalk one of the outdoor locations. Yeah, maybe they're doing a shooting at JFK. At Sutphin Boulevard uh, <laughs> exit. Well, I can't wait for Kerry Bradshaw to fully replace uh, Terry Gross on, NPR <laughs> on the new oh, show. Yeah, there's rumors. You didn't hear them first. Um, I wonder if there's going to be a Brian Lehrer... Uh, <laughs> uh cameo <laughs> oh uh, my God. and just like that. Um yeah, I'm really sad we didn't see them film. Yeah. Would have been a memorable moment. Alrighty, so uh this concludes the in person US edition of Thoughts on Arts and I guess maybe we'll manage to squeeze in an in person Deutsche Version of this <laughs> podcast. The Deutsche Vela edition. Deutsche Vela <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah um and just like that and just like that choose me